That's your intro, right? Yeah. I give you the stage. Yeah. I think she's going to do an amazing voiceover job. That wasn't it. Okay, that's fine. It's fine. Welcome back to the Sense and Sensibility podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the unnecessary products we come across every day as moderators on Steam Hunt, a Steam blockchain-based product hunting site. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. Let's get started. Hey, I say it every week, and I'm going to say it this week. We've got to change that goddamn intro. <laughs> it's driving me mad. You have to unmute yourself, otherwise I'm just going to listen to a line going across Sorry, the Sorry, you were breaking up. I didn't know you were speaking, but I, we do have to change it, but I feel like for all kinds of different reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, look, we just discussed it before we came on. Um, it is sense and sustainability, sense and... Sensib- I don't even know what it is myself. Sense now. and sustainability. Right. An idea, and then an idea underneath that, have, that. Right. Right. And un- underneath underneath that moniker of suggestion <laughs> is then going to be a series of different um, perspectives. So I, I think it, it encompasses a lot of things, but it all that needs fixing because – that intro me like critical. You sound great. I don't like it. But it's fine. I don't like it. It's too long. Anyway, we'll change it. We'll change it. Hi. We haven't I want been something like, in a while. <laughs> yeah. No, we haven't actually. It's been a what, ten days or so? Mm, or longer? It's been like two weeks, but I'm not sure. I'm nervous. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's because HF twenty and then and then that I think that just sent a cascade. Or I don't know. HF twenty was we had problems because we couldn't post. And so you and I kind of were like, let's just let it settle down. And then by the time it settled down, we were like, uh, I think just other life stuff kind of. I know what happens. Yes, you're right. You've reminded me. You've refreshed my brain, which I'm really, really Aww, thankful that you do that thanks. for me. Yeah. I, no, like I am. Like human it's like, caffeine. It's like, it's like having your own like guide service uh, person. I know I was good. I was got there before I got there. Um, <laughs> I was going there, but I, I appreciate it. Um, I know what happened. It was the twenty fifth when the HF twenty launched, and then everybody was like, "Fuck! It's going to be a week <laughs> until I get my mana back. I can't post the damn thing." Like everybody was like, "Steam is broken. Steam is broken." Everybody was sitting in that gif with the fire around them, like this is fine. Yeah. And then, um, and then, so there was two or three days solid two or four two three days where people like really had a life reevaluation about what life was like before steam and then and then we hit october yeah, then we exactly. hit october so if you look at it like that so it was 27 20 so 27th and then we started to come back online and they started to roll out fixes and then what the and that was it they rolled over to I'm the first and you. then everybody came back off and then it. virgo is in retrograde like and everybody now. started wiling out <laughs> Banks is like slicing pictures while taking their money. It's like the best know, ever. I feel like for somebody who's, for my way of being mystical and your way of being ground sign sensory, it's just been like a very tumultuous two weeks. And not in like that it's been terrible or chaos, but just felt like everything. I felt like the 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 ants in the ant farm that just like some kid just came up and shook it like an Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> I just feel yeah. like the whole world just was like... We had like tremors of chaos everywhere, but it's fine. It's nothing terrible or life changing. It was just like, it's, you know, we talk about this in the other podcast. Yeah, exactly. It just disrupts the flow and it forces you to kind of like think on your feet. I'm getting my face like destroyed by the dentist every other week and it's just been a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I I think, I think you nailed it really. It's like the blockchain was down, so we couldn't like do particular things on it. We weren't modding. See, one of the things that you do when you have a remote job is you have like a flow and that flow is I get up at this time. I'm expecting the clients to come on. I'm going to do my modding. If you're a moderator in some kind of online service and you have to do your bit, be it an hour or how many items you have to do and you get into a flow. So like when that flow is removed, there was no way we could look up things uh, I mean, we do t- take notes in Trello, but it would have been another like, oh, how do we do this? It would have become frustration. Mm-hmm. So, and because of the whole blockchain being down, it was like, oh, well, you know, what else am I going to do? I'm going to use my time a bit better. And then boom, like clients started dropping in left, right and center wanting 
like screencast yeah. doing or voiceovers doing. Yeah, but I also um, think it's pretty good. It's good and, to like talk about something when it's behind you because then you have the best perspective. I think people rush to be like, let me throw my opinion in about this. And it's like the blockchain has been down for two hours. It's like, all right, you know, it, it's almost a little bit better that we have this amount of time to look back and we can see mm. the entire arc of how the story played out and where we are now on the other side of it. And I feel like I'm probably better prepared to talk about it, you know, if at all. Than I probably than I would have been if I was just like in the middle of that chaos. <laughs> it, it, it's funny, you know. Like the more the more technology that we've added into our life, the more uh, less lenient we are to allow change within mm. it. I've noticed. You know, like really, I remember being a teenager and having certain things like CB radio and a computer and whatever, but they never they never evasively disrupted my life in in such yeah. a way like if my computer didn't work or didn't power up or maybe the plug or the something had gone wrong with it or whatever like but i i didn't it, there was no blame game or like oh you've changed it. there was no outrage there was no outlet right. for me to be just like on social media or even the irony of writing a blog post about a, a system whose blog was down <laughs> well yeah it's well, not lost that, on me i think <laughs> it was kind of a perfect me. storm because Everyone, even if you didn't know exactly what was coming in HF20, you knew that changes were coming. And then it was a perfect storm of also technical problems, which resulted in a lot of people not being able to post. And I think that was incorrectly assumed that, that those were the changes. Like, oh, you're a smaller account? Mm. Screw you. You can't post. You can't post. <laughs> like, it was really like, oh, no, is this the change? Is this the like... Is this the tweaking that they were talking about, or is this that and that? And it's like, like you always said, it's always you, best you to know, give that just time to let things level out. But it was a bit of a perfect storm of bad timing of there being technical. You problems. brought up a really, you've just brought up a really interesting point that we that probably didn't get talked about, or is a con unconscious thing that didn't get talked about, and it's this thing of like, oh my god, I don't have, I don't have what this blockchain requires me to have mm -hmm. anymore. Like I've run out of mana, I've run out of RC power, and I, I don't know how these necessarily work yet. They need to rebalance. There was this like whole thing about equalization. We didn't know if somebody from a late night TV show was going to come around and take out a grandma. You know, we had no idea about these these terms that were being mm -hmm. talked about. Um, but it it was just a bug, and it, it needed to reset, and it didn't get as much testing, and it actually brought the community closer together because it showed how people cared right. about it. And I will say this: I will say this. Because we had all those issues, it obviously really affected the mods because the mods couldn't do their job when all these things were coming in. And then also people couldn't find, people were finding out that they couldn't comment or change or edit. So that escalated really quickly for us as a DAP. Right. And then what I r was really impressed by, and, and one of the reasons why I, I decided to get behind like Steam Hunt rather than kind of other, other <coughs> DAPs on the, on just the blockchain. Just kidding, not trying to stir up drama, just being a jerk. <laughs> Other no, <laughs> no, no. The only reason why the only reason why is because like little things, like little yeah. details matter. You know, like within twenty four hours, Tabras had designed in the menu this beautiful like cylinder kind of recharge graphic in the profile, and literally twenty four hours after seeing the knock on effect of that. Now he's probably been looking at the the documentation and trying to adapt to be ready for it and everything but just that visual cue right there being able to point people to that and the dissemination of that to other people or you don't have enough to vote or whatever actually i think people took care of it really well yeah. it was i mean there's no we don't have a service level agreement right. we don't have like a you know we will fix this in a certain period of time lots of people saying oh you know this is broke this is broke therefore you know if that's broke then yours is broken you broke it right well and we always like we always um, really plug discord but like that that week for me or that those five days for me was like all i ever needed to know to sell the the thought of being in on discord if you're interested or if you're involved in the steam hunt community because there were announcements going out on discord like it felt like every 12 hours where it was, there was just so much mm. communication of like, okay, Hey, everybody sit tight. We don't even, even when someone communicates, we don't know what's up right now, but we're waiting. That's just something so that people don't kind of like run away with crazy wild assumptions. There was just always, there were always updates coming out. Hey, you know, to us mods, there were updates like, okay, we're going to help you guys um, out with your mana situation with a temporary delegation. So you guys can get in and do your job. I mean, it was just like, it was stupid responsiveness considering also all the time zones that the whole team, you know, is across. I felt like mm. everybody really came together and it's, that's why it's so important to have kind of like that redundancy of, 
of uh, of Discord to be like, oh, the blockchain's down. Okay, everybody, like, come on over here, huddle, and it's almost like that CB radio you were talking about of like, all right, let's get the news. Yeah, and you know, yeah, get comms back up. I talk about it like it was like a hurricane, life or death situation. Of course, it wasn't, but I think when a change is that drastic, and then all of a sudden, people's ability to post or do something that they're normally used to doing on a daily basis. It's jarring. Like it was, it was jarring for me for sure, because I was like, well, it's a- we've been on the platform two years. You've just hit level 70 rep. I'm, I'm 60 something rep. And I'm thinking like, damn, we can't even post like, you know, not in any type of self braggadocious way, but we're not brand new accounts. We're not spam bot accounts. Like how the hell are people going to be able to participate? So it was, you know, that was like, it kind of felt like, um, it was definitely a shock to the system, but I think that's because the, the it wasn't communicated or we didn't understand right away that the problems were not really the changes of HF20. They were bugs that happened as a result of the change, not like this is how it is now. Yeah, it was kind of a bit of a shock. It was kind of like, I don't know, sending sending your dog away for it to have like a manicure and coming back in half of the back end of your dog looks like a poodle now. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, right. oh, okay. Uh, still my dog, right. but and we've been through like anymore. several hard forks and it was never like a full stop the way that that felt like a full stop of like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's really difficult. I think it's really difficult to tell a community that it don't worry, it'll be equalized in five days time because five days sounds like mm. a lifetime. And it literally two days in, everybody's like, is this broken now? <laughs> is, this, yeah. is, this, is this how it's going to be? Is this, is this what RC? I think, and sorry, to go back to what you said earlier on, and I didn't really highlight it. There was an unconscious undertone that everybody thought, oh, shit, like because everything had been zeroed out and everything was recharging, I think everybody thought, will I have enough to interact in the same way that I've always interacted with the Steam blockchain? And I think that put a lot of people's nose out of joint because they were like, I'm not putting money into to do this. Like, why should I have to pay to blog mm-hmm. and shit like that? But for me, I went the opposite way. I was like, yes, for the first time, uh, from blockchain, I mean, I've only really used this blockchain, so I can't really talk for other ones, but I, I don't see it mentioned in blog posts or in tweets or anything. But for the first time, we know how much actions on that blockchain are going to cost. And I think for storytelling about the blockchain in years to come, when the mass market arrives, when everybody's okay with talking about it over lunch, not fear, feeling like they're the only one who stands out from the rest of the family, because let's be honest, it needs to have like that public acceptance mm-hmm before people are like willing to talk about it um yeah and so i don't know i i think i think steam's got a long way to go i think well I, I, the thing okay yeah here's here was like the big thing that got that was reminded that that My brain i know down. i heard i, had a, a hard <laughs> I saw thought. the blue screen of death come across <laughs> your face <laughs> the whole thought just went <laughs> you ran out of me- you ran out no of man sentence totally <laughs> here's the thing did. that i didn't i didn't process at the time because it was jarring not being able to just like post on a whim but the reality is is whether or not you ever had encountered it or not in previous hard forks there was always a bandwidth system there was always a um you know a, a system to have to do that now and like i said it was that perfect storm because all of a sudden a system that was running in the background is now being highlighted and talked about but then at the same time that system broke so it felt like oh so now you're throttling me. Now I'm being restricted. And now this, now that. The reality is that whether or not you knew it, you pro- unless you're a, an extreme spam bot in in the past, you probably never realized that there was a bandwidth, that there always was a system that was uh, that gave a yeah. preference to larger accounts in terms of being able to post. But it always recharged so quickly that no one ever had an issue. <laughs> when, when, I feel when, it. I, I even now it's equalized right. now that whole like zero out kind of thing is out of the way. I actually think I actually think it feels mm-hmm. more solid now. I actually feel mm-hmm. like it's faster. Uh, you know the commenting and and just like things happening in in the wallet and transfers and things they yeah. seem real fast. Yeah, and it was just funny in the moment because we logged on to like Steam D and we realized that not only were we 
ha- we had no power <laughs> to post, but we were in deficit <laughs> for two years of daily posting, sometimes posting three, four, five times a day for two years. And all of those, and every single comment, every single mod comment, you know, sometimes we make 60 plus comments a day as moderators. <laughs> every action we'd ever done on the blockchain, we had like a deficit in the quadrillion, billion, trillions. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is a problem. Yeah, my 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 figure looked like a longitude and uh. latitude to get you to Venus. <laughs> oh, like it was like thirty-eight yeah. trillion or something. It's like, oh shit, that's going right. to take forever to like, recharge. And then you know, and it's those unconscious things that you know don't necessarily get talked about as a user. Obviously, we're like tsunami wave, like cutting edge at the big. You know, it's not a fully rounded, fully fledged product. It's, it's that it's an alpha, beta, gamma, whatever the fucking x-ray zone you want to live in it's not it's not something that somebody can send a message to support to, to support and say uh i am 38 trillion mana <laughs> in debt like how long how long will i you know it's is it, it and it's so it sets this precedent then of like shit you know like do i do too much should i measure how much i do like and that but then also like i said on on, on one side i was like yes this is good this is good this is good to know that we are thinking about how much the chain, which is a series of computers all connected together or with a copy of this blockchain mm. on it, uh, how much that costs. Well, that's cost. kind of like there's a financial right. Power. And that kind of like leads me into a little note that I had here, which which I wanted to ask you and is do you think that that whole process and the way that HF twenty is set up, do you think that, that how do you think that affects um, steam hunt do you think that people will be more conscious or be a little bit less throwaway with their steam hunt posts like i know we had a couple months ago we had a an adjustment where only one of your posts gets an upvote a day so people couldn't just link farm uh you know a million posts onto steam hunt to try to get as many top 10 posts as they could do you think that this is going to have it's like, you think it's going to give anybody pause and say like okay is this really what i want to post today or do you think it's just going to be back to business as usual because we are on the other side of it so we're seeing a little bit how things are changing well if you're asking my opinion on it it, there's one thing i've noticed in the three or four months of steam hunt progressing and changing and adapting and it's almost like programmer versus code and then code versus community it's kind of like constantly evolving the problem the problem we're always going to have is there is a bloody chart from one to a hundred plus and there's money involved, right? Right. Well, it's always so, so it day doesn't one. matter. Right. I mean, my opinion, my opinion, my opinion now is that whatever methods change, whatever things happen to do with voting power, people will either try and get more power. They'll delegate it to somebody else. They'll get a group of people around it. It all depends in terms of what what people's interaction with the platform are. And right now, I feel like what's interesting, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to come across as arrogant here, but I know a lot of people think I am, so I'm just going to run with it. Um, normally, I like to equate it to passion, but fine, I'll go with my arrogancy side. I, I realized recently that not everybody has had the product learnings and the education that I have of having access to products for the last 20 odd years because of my jobs, the jobs I've worked, the things I've wanted. You know, I've been very lucky in England to have access to a lot of the things that I wanted to have as a geek in my 20s and onwards, right? Mm. And for a lot of people, those things are out of those things are out of reach for a lot of uh people around the world still in different communities. We don't realize it. So there's a natural assumption inside that's like, oh my god, that's garbage. Oh, oh, here's another drone. Here's another thing. Here's another thing, and it's very easy for us to be like, that's trash because of the price, because you don't know the brand. You know, oh, that's trash compared to this. But then I started to analyze that, my reaction to that, and realizing that for the first time, especially in this day and age where you're bombarded with suggestive material, that this is an experience that you need to have. A drone is just a drone. Right. To somebody who's who doesn't know about brands never well, played with something realized that it was garbage and upgraded right. from it so i think people are always going to do whatever they need to do to get to wherever they want to go and i think we have multiple people on the platform with multiple journeys some is just to acquire steam some is just to like copy every single tractor or wheelchair off a off a website and put it up because that's their job done i, I know a lot of people see steam hunt as work okay 
you know, that so literally. Here's something. Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but like you and I've talked about this before, no. and I'm I'm wondering, and this is maybe my part of like the part of me that just like desperately wants to give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm wondering how much of it, how much of the problem of like um, skew. I call it skew surfing, where you just like you see one set of headphones that got that got approved and then you just go down the entire line of every single thing that the the brand offers. I wonder if that is really coming out of a place of fear where people don't really understand or know if their product is going to get approved or not or you know delisted or verified and so that feels like a safe bet because I saw somebody else do this. Like I don't know if it's la- if part of it's laz- laziness but there's also some people who maybe don't understand the PG in their language as much and they feel like when I post I have no idea what these people are looking for so I'm going to go with something that I know is a sure bet because this this and this got got approved. Do you know what I mean? I think I think we do. I think we're doing great things across the platform because if I mean, you put it put it yourself in this situation, right? Flip the coin on its head, right? Suddenly you're in Nigeria, right? Uh, you don't know English, you don't really know about this website. You've not had uh, many products or not had the the capacity. You know, the, your jobs just because of the way where you are in the world and the, the you know how much the minimum wage is in that country compared to yours. You know, there's certain access to things that you're going to get and certain not. So. You certainly have an attractive offering with a website where you can earn money and you actually get it out in an ATM and it's like, oh shit, this thing is real. Like, and that's the biggest thing in your life. You're going to chase it down, right? But also at the same time, there's people learning how to write English for the first time, like really putting work in or finding tools. Sure. Like, it's an educational thing as well. So I'm super torn all the time, every single day. Like, for, I go, I go from waves of, oh my god, that's absolute fucking garbage. That's, you know, I go from, oh, this is just a site that's contributing to climate change because we're just reinforcing people to buy janky stuff. Um, you know, truckloads of van loads, boat loads of like hundred thousand pieces of like five dollar drones that fly for seven minutes after charging them up for two hours. Like things that things that really grate me because the the story from start to finish it's obviously bad for the environment whatever way you look at it right for that for that to go from a brain fart in somebody's head in a bar and be like we should mass produce small little drones right it doesn't they don't have to have a great experience they just have person has to go through the idea of hearing right. it and takes off and it doesn't have That's, to perform it doesn't have to have to great software and like sorry Arr. sorry sorry but what you're saying is like uh, that there's a certain level of privilege but we've been person. privileged to know to to understand not to understand but we've been privileged to see enough like you were saying you know i think you you were like oh i'm just going to call it arrogance but it's not arrogance it, it, it's just a privilege that we we recognize that we've had that we can we see that we see those things do you know what I, I mean yeah and i'll go back to the original thing it's like it's it's uh whenever there's money involved, whenever you turn into a leaderboard, there's different motivations of wanting to either be at the top or to get more of a payout or to be recognized or to be seen or to, you know, my product's better than yours, whatever it may be. Right. Um, and I think we've got a long way to go with steam hunt to, till it gets to a point where, you know, it looks as good as product hunt because product hunt seems to ma- manage it somehow. Maybe they have a, a creation, a curation team that puts things up relevant to do with mm. what's going on in the world. Maybe they're like, a specific thing for sketch because sketches is, is launching that week and they keep it on, you know, they keep it behind mm. and then push it the same week, you know, like a, like a proper news site would do. We've got a long way to go to do that. But at the same time, I think one of the benefits that steam hunt has over something like product hunt is ultimately behind the scenes is an algorithm. The algorithm mm-hmm. calls the shots. So if people want to game that alg- algorithm and, they, you know, a lot, a lot of people are trying to acquire steam, they're getting a bigger reputation, they're getting more like power. Um, I, I I can't be mad at the equate. I can't be mad at the algorithm that's there for everybody. We're always going to have greed. We're not always going to know if we're being greedy. Some people might say I'm greedy for putting a vlog up on DTube mm. every day and getting a payout. Not always getting a payout, but sometimes right. getting a payout. Whereas I would say I'm actually trying to integrate into the vlogging group of people there because I originally that's where I started. I was with a small group of video bloggers. I don't want to put out a vlog every day on YouTube because I feel like the chasm between connection of another vlogger is like mm. 10 years difference. This feels fresh, feels new, it feels... And and at the end of the day, it's the right. algorithm that decides or, or a curator. Right. And I do appreciate the way that so, the algorithm works because I, fe- I really do feel like it, instead of punishing 
quote unquote bad behavior, it really rewards the things that the team has decided are good behaviors. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a very like mm. I I love it because anybody who wants to, you know, come in, come in and call people out or call this out and call that out, like the very truth of the matter is <laughs> No, we don't even know how it works. <laughs> like the mods, the, you know, our community manager, like the, there's probably one person who knows how it works. That's Tabris. He's not, you know, he's not hunting on a daily basis. He's, he's like in the weeds battling code. <laughs> I see him like in my mind, like in a jungle, like hacking, you know, hacking branches and things away. He's like in the thick of it. And, um, and I kind of appreciate that. And I always felt like the word algorithm was always a negative thing. Like, oh, Instagram was good until the algorithm took over or Facebook was good until the algorithm came in. This is like probably my first experience with uh, a social site that the algorithm I feel like really helps. <laughs> and it really takes away a lot of the like well, the, I mean, the approach. I mean, normally an algorithm, but the thing is with an algorithm for something like Facebook it only affects you when your feed looks different. So therefore, in people's mind, is like, my, my feed used to look like this, and now the algorithm has changed the way it's presented. Well, the algorithm changed because they probably had a lot more force put on them by the investors mm. or the marketers. You know, I want pride of place. I want to put this in here. I want this to do that. They do A-B split testing, which is like they show you one version, and then if they don't get as much traction, they show you another version. And then they work out from that which ones like people like more, and they put those into place. Facebook were changing their bloody website like once yeah. a week at, at one point. Whereas, whereas the Steam blockchain is not just one algorithm; it's an algorithm made up of many different approaches to the algorithm, which which um, which rewards engagement. It's the idea of the the algorithm. One part of the algorithm is the proof of brain. Right. So in my mind, it's kind of like showing up, being consistent, feeding that blockchain. The blockchain right. is getting bigger. There's activity on the blockchain. Like what is what is social really right. when you think about it? What is well, social media meant, when you think about it from right. all the different like, angles I'm of it? Specifically talking know? to like ABV, though, like account based voting, the fact that there are hunter scores. Now we realize that people are not only motivated to make money with their with their hunts, but they're also want to have a high score they want to have a higher reputation within the steam hunt system and and in order to do that there are certain um activities that will reflect poorly on your score and other activities that will that will help your score so I, i've i've always said it though because sure. we have numbers on the site it's a yeah. game to a lot of people and and a lot of these uh, and also a lot of these like you have to remember the community is mainly a crypto community backgrounds. Right. Like people who are on the Steam blockchain are not your average person in the street. They're like into digital money. They're into like tsunami wave technology, new stuff. Like they're, they're more likely to be either young engineers or established engineers trying to get, trying to change their life or trying to get out of the country or trying to do something different in their life. And so it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's like, how does this work? How is it put together? How do I get my stuff it's up like to the top? It's like a code to crack. This is... If you if you're if you're an engineer if you're an engineer this is uh, the ultimate game. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code, right? right? So I think we have all sorts, but we ha we have a lot of people. A lot, a lot of people are into mathematics. A lot of people into messing with equations. Um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. What I will say is, from a social perspective, from where like from a front end perspective, which is where I kind of try and live, is that I think it I think it helps hold a bigger conversation like in the early days we were like why is this number one and how did that get to number one and yeah people were outraged about things that were making like 400 bucks i think we went through yeah. a hell of a lot in a short period of time to get to somewhere now where it is fundamentally right. a lot and you take fairer a look at the top 10 people. and you realize okay if somebody like, who didn't know anything about crypto anything about the steam blockchain if they just landed on this website and said oh this is a product site like, is the top 10 something that we're proud of that's up there? And more than more often than not now, I think it is. You know, there's like really, really good stuff that deserves to be in the top 10 in the top 10, which wasn't like, you're right. It was not always the case. Yeah, I think we've got, I think we've got another set of problems, but we've always got problems going on. There's like people making alt yeah, accounts sure. and just feeding those accounts and like charging them up and and like again, it goes back to the engineering and algorithmic thing. If you know that's somebody's thing, mm -hmm. if they if they get something out of that and that, that feeds yeah. them in some way, well, that's up to them. Um, 
I completely flipped in about a month and a half ago of like, all right, I'm just actually going to use this site for what I thought I was going to use it for, which is bookmarking. I've had so many websites in over the last 10 years that I've like, yeah, yeah, I can bookmark all myself. And then it's like, sorry, we're closing down. We got bought by Google. So like, fuck me. You know, that, here's a HTML file. Yeah, yeah. What hey, use is that? Like, I'm not going to use that. No. Um, yes. Okay, well. Yeah, let me put some on printer so I can see a thousand oh, other gross. people doing it better um, than me. Yeah, so great, real quick, because I do want to get on to the next our next section, but um, uh, Steam Hunt is now running a witness, wants to run a witness, is starting to run witness, yeah. witness, witness. And that's uh, super cool. That's why I call that's why I called this show Witness, <laughs> Witness the Fitness. Like the, there's a song called Witness the Fitness by That's some guy, I can't remember, some rapper from London. But Legitness the Fitness. So Witness, yeah, basically a witness for people who are not listening and just tuned into Product Sense to hear about Steam Hunt and blockchain and and Steam in general. Um, a Witness is a server which has quite a lot of CPU power, lots of memory, fast hard drives, and normally a really, really fast connection to the internet. And it has a copy of the blockchain, which um, we, it runs a little program called SteamD, which is an aggregator, kind of like an aggregator of content in, in a way that it's always syncing the chain with blocks, right? So everything that you write to the ledger, it goes to a blockchain and then it goes to the blockchain and then it's synced across all those witnesses so it's very important those witnesses are are available and it's very important those witnesses don't miss any blocks right. and by available i mean uptime and depending on how many blocks you drop depends on how far you up or down in the in the in the chart so if your server's like got a high level even though we don't have service level agreements if it's got high level sla on it so it's like 99 point whatever percent then you're going to do very well and move up the rankings and get into the top 20 and i think the top 20 witnesses earn i've heard badges around i, I don't know this to be true but anywhere up to about five thousand dollars a month and i would say the costs of a decent decent server are probably 1500 2000 so there's there's money to be made to be a moderate a, a a witness but it involves a lot of work because obviously hard fought code gets pushed out you have to make your servers are up time uh, up all the time which is like an enterprise class situations like businesses have a hardware engineer running 24 7 and they have multiple people covering different shifts um for instance epic games with Fortnite, they've probably got a hundred maybe maybe 500 engineers globally that are constantly checking their cloud instances and latency and ping times and looking for vulnerabilities so it's not not, not a nine to right. five it's not just something you leave committed. running in the background You're, and it's all right no 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 it's like literally getting into a helicopter and shipping a wow. beating heart in a box to a hospital because somebody oh, needs it. But that's a good, yeah, it good is. way to do it. But it that was just announced like two day, two ish days ago. So that's super exciting to hear because I, I can't think of a better, uh, a better team. Personally. Yeah. I think, I think the important thing about putting yourself out there and saying, we want to build a witness is that the delegation for steam hunt to do what they do came from Ned which is certain assets on Twitter. He used some of his steam power. He was half of the team of uh, the original steam blockchain when it first came out. And so he accrued a lot of steam power, which he has delegated to a number of steam apps on the blockchain that are, are doing good stuff, which help him then go out and talk about right. the blockchain to companies because without, without products, you've just got a chain and that's not very appealing to a business they need to see how they could utilize your chain too to do something similar so dtube steam hunt um so running a witness is kind of like a big thank you of sort of saying look you know we mm. love the steam blockchain and we want to create blocks as well we want to add more reliability to it we yeah. want to pump some back pump some of that those funds that have been made from our posts and our interactions in the community, because obviously steam hunt techs, I think, what is it? 15% something like that off every. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It's like another layer of investment. And I kind of appreciate that because it's nice to know that they're not planning to just be like, Oh, we're on another blockchain now. (laughs) We're on Lino now. So yeah, no, it's like, it's like, it's like, (laughs) <laughs> it's like putting yeah. it's like putting value back in which is the which is which is the whole idea really if you think about it if you think about money if you think about a 10 pound note if if you can 
go to a pub with 10 other people and put a £10 note on the table and you've got £100 and that money is enough for everybody's drinks to go around for the night. You're right. keeping the value in the table. You, you, right. You're you, keeping you everybody care pissed, of the people right? Take and the care bar of owner knows Italian that he's getting concept. money. You wash my hand. I wash. <laughs> yeah, there's no pasta or sauce involved, is there? <laughs> What's this about no, washing no, your one, hands? And washing oh, my okay. Hands? So in America, that's one. well, in this area in America, that's a big one. I, you, um, one hand washes the other, meaning that you can wash your own hand with. Oh, oh yeah. I know that saying. Yeah, I thought you meant literally. I was like, no, at the end of the meal, like, I have oh to no, wash you know what? I combine the two. Oh my god, that's the most Italian thing ever. So just mess up sayings. It's you scratch my back, I scratch yours. One hand washes the other, and then I said, "Yeah, we have that." One. You wash my hand, I wash yours. <laughs> yeah, oh like, man, Whoa, um, what is my that? Brain. My brain. Do I have to not well, shave and stuff for a while? I know we're oh, coming up on like we're about the halfway point, and I don't really have any any mod beefs. Do you? I mean, I just like be nice to each other. Can we just be nah, nice? Can we nah. just freaking be nice, please? Thank you very much. Can we just be nice? I'm gonna try nice to be nicer. Yeah, life's life's tough enough life. as it is. Yeah, yeah. Life's tough enough as it is. Let alone having to like. I, I've dropped yeah. a lot of that stuff in the last couple of weeks. I've just gone like, you know what? Whatever. Like, if oh. that's what if that's what you want to do, do it. But like, I don't well, have any. Also, real. I didn't write any of this down, so you don't know this is coming. But I, I wasn't even. I just remembered that we have little emotes on the on our Discord now. So I just decided, like, what one day I don't know. Ooh, I really ooh. don't know where it came from, but I just wanted to have like a a free play creative day that wasn't for clients and just do something. And I made a little. Um, I made a little like suite of uh, custom emotes for this for Discord. So if you're still not on Discord, a what are you doing? B go in there and you can like see our little custom Steam Hunt branded uh, emotes. They're really they're fun. And I like them. Sorry, I had to just like shout myself out. Yeah. Thank you. No, they're good. They're nice. They are nice. Uh, so let's yeah, have yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, some yeah. picks. I got some picks. Okay. Shall I go first? Do you want to go first? Okay. So, yeah. Well, I think yeah. Where else are we going? I'm just following the up, script. Like. Um, so this is my good one for the week. <laughs> and it's one that I wanted to talk about because I okay. I did, I hated it at first. And I was actually the mod for this post and I was going to delist it um, until I looked into it. It's called Disco Dog. And the, the hunter used a GIF as their image. And it's this poor little dachshund, this like cute, adorable dog. <laughs> and he's got this disco light up LED it, yeah. vest on him. And I'm like, and then all then the next shot shows a like a smartphone where you can program different words, sayings, colors, and stuff. And I'm immediately like, I roll beyond all eye roll. I'm not down. Like, leave your dog alone. Let your dog be a dog. Those are like kind of my two big beefs with a lot of pet products. But what's really awesome about this and what completely turned mm. me around to this being a good hunt is that if you are out with your dog, especially at night, and your dog uh, gets away from you or it or runs away, you can actually program this uh, vest to say, like, I'm lost. <laughs> Please return me. And if, especially if it's at night, you know, there's cars around and things like that. I actually thought this was like a really cool safety feature. If you live in a city or a populated place... I think this is like, this is one of the coolest things that you could have if you're concerned about your dog getting away from you. If you know you have that dog where like they get away and you call them and you know they're just going to look at you and be like, bye, <laughs> this might be something that's really cool. So um, I believe the way it works is that it's not tethered to your phone. So even if your dog gets away from you, you're actually sending the command to the cloud and their, the, their server like let's hope it's like up in six months, but their server is communicating with this dog's vest. So you can actually say, I like this dog is mine, this dog is lost, please return here or whatever. You can actually send a message out. Your dog's running around like having the time of his life. <laughs> I, I I don't see that having cellular. I don't know how the hell that's getting maybe it's local Bluetooth, but I can't imagine it's got any distance to it. Plus, I don't know if I'm gonna stop oh, and I pick would. up a dog with this jacket on. If it's if if it animates lost on the back of it, I'm more likely to well, T-bone my. Here's car my thing. Actually, now that I think about it, a better version of this product to me would just be a collar. You could do you could do the exact same thing on a collar. Have it light up. Have it be visible to cars. Have a message projected right. on it. I I think the fact that this has such a huge surface area really is so that like you can be like, oh look, I can put an emoji on it. It can be purple today. Like that part of it, I don't like, but I did like the idea of being able to actually 
you know, have an alert out or even say like this, you know, this dog does not stay away. This dog doesn't like children, whatever. It's just communicating something that you need to communicate. Um, when you're, if you're, if your dog gets away from you and you can't, you know, you're communicating. (laughs) We've got, we've got set. Be a better human. That's true. I know. (laughs) My God. I don't know. It looks like te- I don't know yeah. technology looking for a solution. It, I think rather in than like a solution, I think V three of this might be good, but I I don't know. I liked it for that reason. Yeah, yeah, like, right. As a collar, I like the neck thing. I like the neck thing because the neck thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you could do temperature yeah. and, and all kinds of things. I think that that could work real good. Um, my good of the week was a thing called Roldex. Roll, well, I don't know if it was a week, maybe in the last two weeks, because obviously we're of the downtime, but it's called Roldex, R-O-L-D-X, R-O-L-D-X dot I-T. A simple way to keep tabs on the creative makers in your life. So this is kind of nice, and I can see where it fits, because it's a little bit different than just ha- having a, a Word document or an Excel spreadsheet or just like having it in notes or whatever. I, and I can understand a certain... I can imagine a certain kind of computer user that would want it in this fashion. So it's a simple way to keep tabs on the creative makers in your life. So by that, what I mean is you might have people who are uh, print designers. You might have somebody with a strategy for you is a mobile developer, might be a design shop, something like that. Um, Freelancers, fabricators, editors, devs teams. And it's kind of like a modern day content management system. So a, a content, um, CRM, sorry, contact relationship system, uh, contact relationship management. Mm. So we're basically tracking your relationships with these people. So you might be just a standalone business. Let's let's take it that you're a, an architect, right? You might be an architect, but do large scale pieces, and therefore you need a delivery person. You need to have somebody front of house at the museum. You know, you've got like creatives that you use to make that that art exhibition come it together lo- really nice and it's looking. really sweet it it's really really nice um it's super lightweight categorized um quick actions for speed shops people easy to switch from individual contacts to the shops you keep track of so a example is that you could be making a product. So for instance, you might be making some kind of like really snazzy candles with like beautiful designs and you might roll these out at different shops around New York, for instance. So I was thinking that was a perfect way of like capturing all, it it, it seems to be just less bloated than having, if you've looked at any CRM in the past, like they just have so much in there that you don't need. And actually, if you're a busy person on the go and you're getting people come in and say, oh, you should definitely do an art display here or here or here, here, you're going to need to get to those people quickly. So from your Mm. desktop, I think it's really nice looking. And I'm guessing that's like a a play on the word Rolodex because it is kind of like a, like a new school. If you're old, like yeah, us, exactly. you know what a Rolodex is. Uh, <laughs> all right. So my bad one. Unfortunately. Yeah. Is like, I don't even want to talk about it. It's because I'm just sick of seeing them. And I, uh, I kind of don't even want to bring more attention, but it's called the smart tender. And it's exactly what you think it is. It's a robotic bartender on wheels. We've had like a ton of these in the over the last month. Like this weird, awkward thing where you like it's got a terrible touch screen that you know isn't gonna work right. It probably runs on some insane Windows OS. It's just never gonna be reliable or always just have like the blue screen of death. It's um I I don't think it's autonomous in the sense that it rolls on its own, which is like if you have a human in the equation to move it from place to place anyway, like what are we doing? But it's got a garnish tray and ice bin. I, I just don't, I don't get like what the robo bartender, what the appeal is there. Like nine times out of 10 in a situation like that, you're not, nobody's asking you for like an, uh, you know, a mixology grade Manhattan. People just want like orange juice and vodka. We're like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we like? What, what, how is this supposed to replace a real bartender? Like, I think that that, that's such a skill. That's there's such a level of mastery involved with being a good bartender or mixologist that what is this? This is just a drink vending machine. This is like a soda machine, but for alcohol. I'm trying to think when I've been in a situation where one of these has been available to me and I can't think of it. So I'm obviously not in that demographic. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't seem to have that much use to me, but 
maybe from a perspective of really uh, pulling something together really quick maybe they i mean if you hover over the doors are kind of like that little animation there where mm. it shows you the the packs of drink 12 bags in the box ranging from zero five to three gallons i mean maybe from a loyalty perspective like for boxes and stuff my only thing i will say with these is that they're probably more trouble than they're worth and also it, it kind of kind of keeps the middleman in the business because obviously somebody's come up with this idea because they thought it was a, a good idea uh instead of paying staff to be around it's like an automated solution mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't break down and it's super super reliable and there's no like issues with the ingredients in those bags then you know it's still okay, gonna be somebody's job to maintain fine. it though just, and clean it and replace the be- bag so like what are like it's i don't know sure i don't know do you know what I mean? Like it's not replaced. It's not any more efficient. Right. Yeah. You, you, you're making a custom. Right. You're making a custom bag of, of, li- of liquor mm-hmm. and putting liquor in that. So that that's got a cost in it and a, like a, yeah, sure. Uh, and again, I think that's where a lot of my beefs are really is that we end up like inventing stuff for a particular purpose. We don't really have the knock on effect. We don't really worry about the knock-on effect of it until you know i might buy that machine and two years later the company sells to somebody else and they discontinue making the bags and i'm stuck with this like trash that can no longer be you probably end up right, at a maker right. space yeah. like printing so i have a problem with it. robotic oh. bartenders of all sorts there were millions <laughs> and this is just the one that was i happened to Got come it. across last like come on the bartender like relationship is like i don't know that's such a cool thing that's part of why you go out and you're like a human being in society is to like talk to your bartender, get a drink recommendation, learn about the drink or like see, watch somebody with their craft. Who's really good at it. And it's just like, that takes all the fun out of it for me, but Hey, I'm an old fashioned gal. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. My Uh bad of the week is something called Tada time, which is, which has this (laughs) triggering gift that got me straight away. With this, with this cheesy bloke who like turns his eye up when she throws out, out her AI, uh, oh, no. AR uh, character onto the desktop. Oh, like, I'm watching walk it to a bar who've never met each other before, strangers. He's got a water like on the bar, it's and like he's a like, 3D oh, avatar, yeah, it's your like it, like that you're, she pops you're, you're out of her phone. And then right? I read the AR? thing. Yeah, yeah, and here's the one of the times where like. It really doesn't matter that it's a world's it first. It's, it's a world's right? first because nobody's done it before because it's dumb. What what is what is the? I mean, the, the text says it all. Really, what is the better way to communicate in the social group by actually customizing yourself in the real world and interacting? Sounds crazy. The application lets you create your avatar, customize it, and just play, interact with it, and send it to your friends to chat with them. This application is really future. Choose different themes from the app. Give your tada a life and hang with your friends and share it. Give the Jeez. chat a new and fresh look. Now, like, but- just no, really, just no. I mean, I, I, it, it I, Here's the thing. I like the technology in terms of like scanning the face. If you scroll down, where it says create and customize. I like the idea where it's sort of scanning the face and there's a little animation. But when the face ends up on the model, mm. like it's, it doesn't look great. And actually, actually, again, it's technology looking for a problem, right? Just because your phone can do AR and VR and all that sort of stuff. That's the bit that Apple make like every day to people to fascinate them, blind them with science when really they want you to accept it so Mm -hmm. that they can continually scan your mood and sell you products based on how fucking bored you are, right? And we give away our privacy for these things. And it's kind of a manipulation because it's fascinating to a kid to see a virtual object that's not there for the first time. But then it's yeah, all, because it, I think, also, I think there's just something very up on, about it that I don't like. I don't like it. Right. It and that's the thing I think that you're picking up on that I also don't like either, which is like, yes, it's all well and cool. Like having a little avatar of yourself that makes like emojis, but the way that this is presented, like, especially with that first GIF is like, this is, this is the new way to communicate. This is like the, Mm. this is like the social tool that we've been missing, which is like, for me, I'm old school. And I think that like face to face eye contact, human to human, uh, communication is like, 
the best thing. And we have those technological things from what, for when we're removed from each other. But <laughs> what, what are we doing when we're inserting the tech stuff when we're already face to face? Like that seems like a, it's barging in on a space that I don't need it to be. It's not a tool at that point. It's a disruption. But 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 also like let's just deconstruct this for a little for a second. First of all, like supposedly we're putting this AR character out into space, right? Who's who's a representation mm-hmm. of who we think we should be, or we think we are, or wish we were. But also, <laughs> who's the guy at the bar I'm with that you. open, waiting for? Do you remember like? Do you remember when Airdrop there? first came and, out and everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, so like, going to be airdropping stuff to each other constantly." That never happened. And the iPhone is like one of the most, you know, like one of the most prevalent phones, at least in Western society. Everybody's got an iPhone. Everybody keeps that shit turned off. Like people. Don't necessarily want to be interrupted with like mm. random communications from from strangers and this, now this is like in 3d avatar version i don't know but, but who knows but who who knows this generation you know like my daughter's generation maybe maybe with everything that goes on in the world they want to be that level of distracted maybe they will you know, like where we were cu- customizing stuff that we didn't like the look of and we repainted it, rebadged it, and then we got into social and shared this, shared that, liked this, got a notification, oh, somebody liked my picture. Like VR and augmented reality, we might be able to walk past somebody in a bar with a jacket, which is like futuristic with like photos that right. move from the history and be like, oh shit, I went there once. I mean, might I be don't know. Point. I guess if you, you, know, you like, maybe have like extreme who knows? social we don't, we anxiety know. and this is something that helps you get over that and makes it easier to talk to somebody. Or also I thought of, you know, like you ever see in movies where like the the trope about counseling is people use puppets to be like, okay, now tell the that person how you feel. I just see married couples with these things like mm. strangling each other on the table well i can fix i can fix part of that the guy needs to buy a beer instead of that that painting behind them is all i can look at it's horrifying um okay so that was that your bad one because that was weird okay wow so my well that was your bad bad, one was weird and my weird one is bad (laughs) my strange one I hate this so much. It literally makes my skin crawl. It's called karaoke bot. And honestly, I don't even want to get into it, but like, I don't personally even think this is a product. I had to verify it um, because it didn't violate PG, but I think it's more of somebody's personal product project. Somebody took this horrifying, like animatronic moon face and you gotta see it, but it's, <laughs> it's like this face that's got these rosy cheeks, these huge Disney eyeballs, and it's got eyes that move back and forth. It's got eyelids. It's got a, a jaw that just like clanks up and down like that, 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 that. Like it's every horror movie robot you've ever seen. And the person, um, the person like programmed it to sing along with music because for for I don't know what for entertainment value or entertainment purposes. But you have to. S- Oh. No, that's going to be so useful. No, Baba, this is going to be so useful for me you, when there's a tsunami just, wave coming in. Uh, I can fire up my karaoke bar and be if, happy that if I... If you physically even look at it, it's, it's A, I, it's horrifying. B, it this. serves absolutely no purpose. Um, C, I don't really even think it's a product. I'm like kind of regretting the fact that I passed it, but it, I think it was just somebody's, somebody's pet project. Well... That's the yeah, problem. What we're getting it, a lot of lately, real quick, is we're getting robots thing. that people make, and it's just like a project for their blog. Like if I have a food blog and I make a recipe, that's not me owning a restaurant. That's me just doing something out of like a passion project. So, yeah, but if you mash if you mash up all those bits, and I mean they're not selling it, so it's not. I mean that's the that's the fine line, isn't it? Is that we say it's a, a product hunting site, so. I mean, with all those Maybe elements put together, it is now a product, that has which a it, it, it is a karaoke bot. <laughs> this is an innovation that oh you would have God. on the space shuttle that you wouldn't be able just to turn off because gift, you couldn't you reach it because you were strapped plastic, in and it would clack, never stop. Like, clacking and clattering, like this thing singing. And the guy freaking, of course, programmed it to sing never going to give you up, never going to like, of course he decided to Rick roll the whole thing. It's terrible. And I hate it. Sorry. I had it. Yeah. And it's my strange one. (laughs) It's terrifying. No, it's 
terrifying uh my my strange is going to be really quick because it's kind of a twofer because the one i did put up was broken i don't know if the person deleted it or it just like got nuked or whatever but i i put up two separate ones and one of them is um just a, a gopro handlebar mount the actual mount for the gopro and then also um, a thing called Splash Tours, which is the, a water tour bus. And I, I just want to get these across to people. And the reason why they're strange is that product hunt is about hunting the product, the product that somebody is, is going to w- want to buy. No, Somebody's not going to – I don't understand why people think uh, hunting the bracket right. that comes in the box for the GoPro is worth hunting. I think it's just people, like, pushing buttons. But, like, I find that strange to me that, like, all right, it's a bracket, but, like – Right. Do we want to do we want a website where we list every single bracket out there that's going to, you know, in, in in a different way. So that's super strange to me because the guidelines are very clear about what stuff we need on there. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is that yeah. somebody hunted a business, not a product. And I'm seeing a lot of that happen. And I think it happened I think it happens because people are excited about what they're watching. It might be a gift they've animated or like, look at this bus, it can float on the water. That's awesome. You should have hunted the bus. Right, the bus is the bus is the product is the technology, but you hunted splash tours, which is the business, right? And I get it; it's uh, it's difficult to understand the the dif- it's a slight difference, and you should just accept it. But if we want to improve the quality of the products that are on the site, right. it's not that big of a of a change to understand. Is that one is but, one is a service, one is a business. Something like that feels it's like trying to jam around the peg into the square hole because if it if it's something that was built for a specific purpose, a one off for the business who's actually providing a service, not like you can just buy these buses, then is it a product? Well you can. Of course you can buy it. Of course you can buy a van. Oh, I thought it was just for the tour. That. Like they this have, they do not making their tour one of these with just the bus for this and company, then that's their own localized business. Not that you could buy the, buy the bus. I, I don't, I, I, I kicked it back because it wasn't a product. Mm-hmm. Like the pro the, the, the splash tours is a business, right? The splash tours bus for me is the product. If they'd hunted the, the bus, a water, a water bound, but a water, a capable bus that can drive on land and go in the water. Right. Then that, that is a product right. because I can go but and that, buy that product. Yeah. I, and that, that I think company. that requires like a little bit extra research. Like you were saying, you know I mean? that might be made I, by is, a third party, you know, some co- company in Germany who makes those. And this one's just been branded out for splash tours. Like you don't know, but splash tours is where they saw it. So that's where it got posted. So I get what you mean. Yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> At the end of the day, we we've gone through so many iterations of the guidelines that when I hit things like this, I'm I'm like these. That this is the very thing that annoys me about products and advertising and marketing these days is that they sell you on the, you know, like I think they've got obsessed with that whole like if you don't capture people's attention in the first ten seconds, then you lose them. They're onto another web page, and they, they've taken that and they've misconstrued that messaging and it's now convinced right. people it's something before they leave and get into something else. And there's a certain amount of trickery and I don't like the trickery, right? I don't like the trickery is that we have a very clear guidelines, especially for the PG for the product. And so I guess I'm very precious about that because I want the website to surprise me. And yeah. it does on a, on an everyday basis. There's things that I have never seen and never found and never come across. And they're products that I'm like, oh, damn, if I had the mm-hmm. money, I'd probably buy that because that could be useful for my life in X, Y, Z ways. But then when it's something like when you're going through and you're getting to your 45th hunt of the day and it's like splash tours, it's like, how can I put this through? Because if I put this through, right. then all of a sudden we end up with everything yeah, yeah, that is cool, but it's not in the PG. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think this is not cool. I think this is really cool. Would I want to go on it? Absolutely. I think it's cool. But right. I would hunt the right. technology behind the yeah. product rather yeah, yeah. than the, the, the brand. Of we're the done. Product, you know? <laughs> anyway, we're done, I think. Ooh. We're done. We've come up to a, we're 58 minutes as well. We're like nailed it on the whole like hour. We're trying to, we're trying to do our blog post for like 45 minutes to an hour, or at least that's what I would like to do, like us to do. Um, but because of people in the car, like I think an hour, I think 45 minutes is good for somebody commuting on a train or a bus and, or, or in a car, 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I don't like those situations. I don't like the idea that somebody gets home and then they've got to listen to the other 15 minutes in the house. 
well, I, d- I doubt it, it with that captivating. Nine minutes and three seconds. I mean, I've not looked at the stats. You probably turn <laughs> off after like two and a half minutes. Oh, I'm looking padding. at it. I'm looking at it. I got 57 minutes. I was just padding. I was just padding. I was just seeing where we go. Thanks, Team Humble. Yeah. All right, I'm going to play the outro. Thanks, Dalio, for taking part. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're at, yeah. we're at steamit.com like- forward slash. At product yeah, sense. but like or we want people like, to list. call in and Follow stuff, and we we want to oh, want to do more anyway. more picks because when we had that we had a guest on that was like really fun. So if you're interested in something like that, just shoot us a message, yeah. and um and you know we'll talk about it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for spending time with us today. Subscribe with Pocket Casts and get notified right away. And if you use Anchor FM, feel free to call in and leave us a message. We try and reply in our next cast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash product sense. And if you'd like to hang out with us on Discord, there's a link on that page as well. We'll speak to you soon.